up, guys, and welcome back to The Extra Point. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Michael. And we're here to bring you all things NHL. And I am back from my brief hiatus 48-hour trip yeah, to Florida. It's, it's good to have you back. Thank you for leaving me last week. I was in the hometown of the Panthers uh, this past week, just vibing out on the beach, doing my thing, and finally relaxing oh, for yeah. the first time, like, ever. And then you had to come back here to worry about stressful assignments and finals that are coming up and lord knows everything else and just terrible hockey on the bruins end. so talk about my stress level being even worse but speaking of the bruins and just teams in general michael give us a standing sure who should we start with first surprise me hmm. let's go to north Beautiful. because something happened Ooh. Uh, um the maple leafs are in first by five points above the winnipeg jets interesting Toronto's 20, 11, and 4, 60 points. The Jets are 26, 14, and 3 with 55. Three points behind them are the Oilers. They are 25, 15, and 2. Montreal Canadiens are still in fourth, 18, 13, and 9. But they got to be careful of the Flames, who are now just four points behind them. The Flames are 19, 21, and 3. There's now a gap between them and the Canucks. So I think last week. That's whenever, a huge gap. Last week, whenever I recorded the um, episode, they were tied at 35 points. So to see them make some ground on Montreal, <laughs> that's crazy. Well, do you think that top four is locked in for this one? What do you think? Maybe. Calgary's on a three-game win streak. And if Montreal keeps losing, Calgary's going to be like, hey, we'll take your spot. All right. We'll fair. see. I don't know. But I think definitely the top three teams in the Scotia North are locked in. Oh, absolutely. Maybe, maybe. No doubt in my mind. Well, if you look at it, Edmonton in third with 52 points, Montreal in fourth with 45. That's seven points. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's kind of where it starts to get steep. I don't I don't see Edmonton dropping down fourth. I do not think but they Between will. those top three teams, I think it might fluctuate between Winnipeg and Edmonton. I, I think Toronto's going to win that division. But Good call. Um, Moving to the Discover Central Division, mm. um, this is pretty cool. There's a three-way tie for first three teams with 58 <laughs> points right now. Oh, my God. Great. The Carolina Hurricanes, the Tampa Bay Lightning, and the Florida Panthers all have 58 points. So speaking of the Hurricanes, uh, Dougie Hamilton recently, he's had one point in 18 of his last 22 games, okay? He's whoa. had five goals and 17 assists. Wow. He's pretty well-rounded. I, I kind of grew up watching him, yeah. Dougie Hamilton, but he's, he's good. <laughs> I mean, especially, I can't believe there's a three-way tie, first of all. Yeah. That's absurd to me. This is absurd. In games played, Carolina, 41, Tampa Bay, 42, Florida, um, Panthers, 43, but like still, like that's like two-game difference at the most, yeah. but that's still unbelievable. It is. <laughs> the fact that, I mean, Florida just decided this is our year to make the playoffs, that's crazy, but good for them. But in fourth place is the Nashville Predators, who've won their last two games. They have 49 points. Um, they're four points above the, the Blackhawks, who I betted on making the playoffs. That's why I don't bet on sports. I mean, um, <laughs> you ca you called something about two weeks ago that we'll get into later yes. that Michael somehow yes. knew I two weeks ago. I had a ago. gut feeling we'll get into that later. You're right. Um, but yeah, Nashville's 24-19. You should be one. betting with that guess. I really should. Maybe I'll bet on tonight's game. <laughs> Do it. P Michael's going to the Pens tonight. Yes, everyone. sir. <laughs> going to be a good time. Okay. Uh, well, speaking of the Pens, we're going to the Mass Mutual East Division. Ugh. Uh, this one's tough. This is, uh, it's coming down to the God, wire. God, the Bruins are slacking. 
Washington Capitals in first place with 60 points. They're 28, 11, and 4. The New, York Islanders, <laughs> the New York Islanders are two points behind them. They're 27, 11, and 4. And as of this being recorded, my Penguins are in third place with 56 points, 27, 13, and 2. Looking to go 28, 13, and 2 with the game tonight against... They play in the Flyers? They do. Beautiful. I know. <laughs> There and you go. In the fourth place, the Baston Bruins. Okay, place. you know, we'll work. 22, 12, and 6 with 50 points. We can work on the accent. Boston. It might not. Baston. I try. You know what? <laughs> I'll I'll let it slide, but just know it's something we have to work on off air. <laughs> Sorry. I'm offending everybody from Massachusetts that's listening to this. With my just fair to say, if you're not from Massachusetts or New England, your, imperson- <laughs> your impersonations are just so brutally bad. It's not even offensive. They're just so bad. I've been officially been canceled by the state of Massachusetts. The, the state of Massachusetts of and the entire region of New <laughs> England, for that matter. Jesus. Oh, my gosh. Oh, give it. What do we got? One more? Two more? One more. Honda West wrapping things up with Beautiful. standings. Um, this is interesting. Colorado Avalanche. 30-9-4. Also, first overall in the NHL. Yeah. Wow, and a... Johansson just had his first shutout for the Avs. Yeah, that's good for what him. What was it on, I think it was two days ago, three days ago maybe? Could be incorrect, but don't quote me on it. But very recently, just yeah. had his first shutout with the Avs. That's awesome. But uh, in second place are the Vegas Golden Knights, who are 29-11-2, 60 points. But Vegas and Colorado have won their, have both won their last four games. So Vegas needs to obviously stay hot. Colorado needs to stay hot so that Vegas, you know, gets cold, I guess. I don't I don't know. But that's interesting. I thought Vegas was going to pull Isn't away. Isn't it weird seeing the Wild up there? Oh, the playoff <laughs> the playoff, <laughs> the playoff fraud. frauds. It's I I don't know. If everything plays out the way it should, I think they'll lock up that third spot pretty nicely. But well, yeah, the playoff fraud Minnesota Wild, they're 25-13 and 3 with 53 points. Well, speaking of just, you mentioned the Blues earlier. Did you see O'Reilly's overtime winner? I did. When he played the Wild? It was absolutely insane for those of you who didn't Filth. see it. He literally took the puck from the blue line, wrapped it all the way around the net, and wrapped it in near side on the post with two seconds flat left in OT versus the Wild on April 10th. So that was how many days ago? Five days ago. Five days ago. Pretty insane. Nice. But yeah, um, in fourth place right now is the, the St. Louis Blues, like you said, 19, 17, and 6 with 44 points. Arizona Coyotes are just one point behind them, so there's a real battle for that playoff spot. Um, I think it'd be funny to see Arizona bump them out just in time for the postseason to start because, A, it's Arizona, and I think it'd be great if they make the postseason. Be Probably cool. be on the first round, but the fact that they made it, to say they made it, is cool. And B... The fact that the Blues did not make the playoffs and two years ago they won the cup, that's interesting. Yeah. To see them really fall off, I don't I just, I don't hmm. I think Petrangelo was better than Krug. I don't know why they let Petrangelo walk. Or not walk. I think they traded him. I don't know. But I just I think I don't know. Boston should have kept Krug and Petrangelo should have stayed in St. Louis. I don't know. Thank you. But speaking of the St. Louis Blues and the Arizona Coyotes, I did pick their game on April 17th, which is in two days, for my spotlight game because these two teams are one point away, St. Louis with 44 points and the Arizona Coyotes with 43. And I do think that their game uh, coming up in two days, what's today, Thursday. So their game on Saturday. Saturday, yes. Their game on Saturday is going to be – Pretty much like who's going to clinch this playoff spot? So 
I do think that it's going to be interesting, and whoever wins is obviously going to claim that fourth place spot, which I think is important. And so far this season, the Coyotes are four and three over the Blues. That's wow. <laughs> which is very close. Literally everything about this is going to be neck and neck. And that's why I think it's going to be super important to keep an eye out for this week because sure. it's whoever's going to clinch that playoff spot. Yeah. All right, so switching on over to spotlight games and players to watch. I did not pick a spotlight game this week. However, I I want to keep an eye on somebody. Who? Somebody. Who? Taylor Hall. Knew it. Knew Who it. I knew was going to be a Boston Bruin. You Michael can called it go two back weeks ago. Two go weeks back. ago or a week ago, I knew it. <laughs> called it. Uh, and here we are. And here we now are. Now he's on the Bruins. Isn't that great? hilarious that was um, my tea yeah i think because they got anders bjork on the uh the sabers now poor guy poor guy he's not really gonna do much up there maybe he'll be a little standout because of how awful the sabers are right now yeah um i send him my my blessings <laughs> bjork as he travels his way to cold buffalo yeah for sure i mean it's cold here today it's 47 it's degrees it's been like nice 60s i texted my friend and i said please bring me a jacket yeah <laughs> i should have kept so my winter cold. coat here uh, um that's western pa weather for you but anyway uh taylor hall um his stats this season obviously um are poor in parentheses i have the buffalo effect um he's only had two goals 17 assists and he's a minus 20 um he's 100 percent better than the stats although i although i do think he's one of the most overrated players in the league for some reason um but i want to keep an eye on him because i want to i'm just curious to see if he returns to his normal uh like play ability. style a form ability with the bruins which i think he will because the bruins are much better than buffalo i think the bruins are a more cohesive organization if yeah. i'm gonna be honest with you i feel like it's they've been so consistent throughout the years and i'm not just saying that coming from a bruins fan but like from people who just know hockey in general like they're a great team to watch they're always cohesive and given yes they have terrible games as does any other team but they've always had this like grit and passion for the game that I think Taylor Hall is going to thrive in. Yeah. Um, I'm not entirely sure what line he's been playing on for Boston. Probably like second or third. So maybe. I'm thinking. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see who he develops chemistry with. And he's got to do that fast because the season is coming, coming to, to a, a close. Coming to a close fast. We are so. very close. Well, speaking of someone going to the Bruins and leaving. Let's talk about another person who left. So my spotlight player, I just would like to highlight Milan Lucic, a former Bruin, former LA Kings, like, what is he, left winger? I think I he's think. a, I'm pretty sure he's a left winger. Regardless, uh, Lucic <laughs> just hit uh, 1,000 NHL games on Tuesday night. He's had 14 total seasons in the NHL, and it was his so far, it's his second season with the Flames as of right now. He won one Stanley Cup in his career with the Bruins. And on Tuesday's game, he was one goal shy of the Gordie Howe hat trick. Now, Jeez. for those of you who do not know, that is a goal, an assist, and a fight. Now, he was just one goal shy. So, of course, he had to fight. Um, but Milan Lucic, I think, is one of the toughest and like most skilled fighters in the league. I think so. Whenever, well, I mean, whenever I he's think of fighters, he's a badass I, when he fights. I agree. Whenever, whenever I think of fighters, I think of Tom Wilson and Ryan Reeves. But yeah, he, I think he flies under the radar for 
a, uh, a fighter. But I was looking. Uh, he also played for Edmonton. I knew he played for Edmonton for three years. He 2000, did. 2016 to 2019. Oh, I messed that up then. Well, no, I just forgot to say it. Sorry, guys. Well, Michael just caught me. Um, Cancel. But, yeah, I am canceled this week. But speaking of under the radar, I do think that uh, these past few seasons he has flown under the radar. Given he's not producing the way he used to in the past five games, he only has two assists. But nonetheless, he's been fairly consistent throughout his career in the NHL, I would have to say. Yeah, um, looking at his stats right now, his highest goals scored was with Boston mm-hmm. with um, at 30, 30 goals in the 2010-2011 That's season. when they won. Yeah, that's, what, that's, that's, that's when, when they won, they won the, the cup. cup. That's crazy. That's kind what I'm saying. But, like yeah. Ever since then, I feel like he's pretty much flown under the radar. He's been consistent. He hasn't been horrible, and he hasn't been a standout, but he's just kind of been floating his way through. Yeah, I see that. Like I, I'm looking throughout the seasons with his one season with the Kings – it seems like his goals per season are kind of going down. That's what I'm saying. He like, like I he think just, he peaked. like you said he's just going with the flow because um, that's what I'm saying. Like he's not doing horrible, but he's not doing unbelievable. He's just kind yeah. of like he's just a he's, decent he's consistent getting, player. He's getting a lot of assists, so it's not like he's just not doing anything at all in the ice. He's he's helping the team out. It's just I'm looking at the goal stat or the goal line here, and it's just kind of slacking. But yeah, his assists are pretty good. Well, speaking of somebody who's not slacking, um, my comeback hit this week um, is Anthony Mantha, who, if, you, uh, if you've been paying attention to this year's trade deadline, he's one of the big names. Um, he was dealt to the Washington Capitals in exchange for Capitals forwards Jacob Vrana and Richard Panic, or Panic, Richard Panic, um, and a, the Capitals 2021 first round pick and a 2020 second round pick. What? Why? Side. If you want Whoa. my, if you want my thoughts real quick about this. I think the Capitals absolutely overpaid. That's absurd. I, I didn't. I had no clue. I mean, I'm no Caps fan, but I had no clue Jacob Verona was on the trade block. I thought he was going to be locked up in Washington for a while because he won the Cup with them in 2018. Um, and then Ponick, I, I don't know much about him, but and then throwing in two two picks for Anthony Mantha, I who's only 26, a little thought, overshot. Yeah. Um. I, that's crazy. Um, I think the Caps would be a, a completely different team if they still had Verona and maybe a, a draft pick. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's interesting. But yeah, Mantha's only twenty six. I for some reason I thought he was much older than that. But they're all so young this year. Like I feel like they're literally between twenty four and twenty seven this year. Yeah. Anybody who we're talking about, they're so young. Other than Milan Lucic, she's getting yeah. up there. But nonetheless. Keep it going. You got anything um, else for me? Yeah, just a little bit more. Um, in his debut game with the Caps, he had a goal and an assist. Um, and he just he spent the last uh, six seasons with Detroit. So this is um, this is a new step in his career. Um, I, I think I think it's good that he's going to a um, I guess a contender instead of a seller as in Detroit. But honestly, good for him. Um, I think he was. I haven't watched much of his games in Detroit. I've been paid. Much attention to Detroit hockey, um, but I think he would be one of those, I guess, dark horses for Detroit and now Washington because the fact that he already put up a goal and an assist for them just shows what he can do. So he's firing on all cylinders for the Caps, which is good for them. So, well, on that note, 
I would like to sip some tea because it's been two weeks. Wow, yeah. I, I was I was left all alone to sip my tea. That's really sad. I cried. No. Well, I hopefully won't be taking any impromptu trips to Florida anytime soon. So my tea is that um Tukarask might be back tonight, question mark. Tuk. Um, so the Bruins just got uh, McAvoy back off an upper body injury, and the last time Rask played was on March 7th, and he should be starting apparently word on the street because he did a full practice yesterday at the Warrior Arena. And then I'm gonna make my comeback strong this week. So I have two things of tea to sip on. Ooh, so with Rask tea. apparently coming back tonight, word on the street, the Seattle Kraken are looking for a coach but may face a delay for their start of their season for next year because they don't have someone yet. So as of right now, the NHL expansion draft is on July 22nd. And can the Kraken do it? I think they I think they can. I think they could. So, as of right now, uh, the Kraken, they're looking for a veteran NHL coach, but when it comes down to it, they're not really requiring that indefinitely. They're open to all options that present to them. But I think their logo, just from what I'm looking at right now, it's kind of interesting. It almost looks like the Arizona Diamondbacks, like the baseball logo. Yeah, that's... It just different colors, like with a blue scheme. I think that's really weird to look at, and I do think that their name is sick. I, I kind of, I don't. Can the Kraken crack the code? I, Can I, they do it? I'm, I, I think it's 60-40 it's for me. 60 being I like the name, 40 being I just think it's kind of cringe. I think it's cool, I though. don't know. The Kraken? The Kraken? Like, come on. We got some yeah. weird thing. The Colorado Avalanche. Avalanche. The Avalanche. <laughs> the, uh... the Coyotes. The Boston Bruins, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Okay, those are come on, like the I Flyers, think, which is the worst name. In- exactly, I think Kraken's cool. I, I think I it, it's it, it'll Kraken. it'll grow on me eventually. But I like it. Their jerseys are nice. I want to like know what the, their nickname is going to be. Are we just going to be like, oh, the Kraken did this, or oh, Seattle did this? You know what I mean? You know, every team always has like a weird little nickname. Yeah. Well, um, have you? There, people were joking around that um, their arena was going to be nicknamed the Crack House. <gasps> Oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> that is pretty funny. But it's it's definitely um what, it's what's like, her arena gonna be named? Let me look this up. Look it up because yeah. I have no idea. But I do think I think they'll end up finding someone personally. Um so the general manager, Ron Francis, said on Tuesday, we're patient. We think we're prepared when we get to that point to zero in and talk to people who we want to talk to and make that decision. But right now, we think it's prudent on our past to just sort of be patient and wait to see who is out there and when that making that final decision. Sorry, I literally can't read today. I'm like sleepy, but... Um, they plan to hire a coach in the second quarter of the year, which ends June 30th. So, I'm interested. What's it called? Climate Pledge Arena. What? Lemon Pledge Arena. No. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's weird. Um, we just call it the garden. Um, PPG Paints Arena. We just I, call it PPG. Yeah, really. I was kind of upset whenever they changed it. I was sad. I was kind of like, like, why are you changing the Energy name? Center was cool. I mean, Melon Arena is a classic. What was it called? Um, well, there was Melon Arena. That was torn down. And Consult Energy was like the one in between. They've only had three name changes, uh-huh. if I'm correct. So you've had the Miller Arena, like I said, then Console Energy Center, and then now you have PPG Paints. Interesting. I think they, I don't know. Because like the full name is PPG Paints of like the, the paint company. 
Obviously. Like PPG Arena is, I think, sounds much better. But... I just like PPG, and I like TD Garden and just the Garden. Like I, I mean, I I think stellar. I don't know. I think the most iconic name is Madison Square Garden. Oh, MSG. for sure. At MSG Madison Square for Garden. Like, sure. I just, it it just has a sounds... nice flow to it. MSG is real quick to say, and people know what you're talking about. So. Oh. So as we wrap things up, we hope that your players don't experience the Buffalo effect. Taylor Hall, you escaped just at the right time. And maybe we'll add another team to the NHL is the Kraken. Get Kraken on hiring a coach. What's Kraken? I'm Kaylee. And I'm Michael. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.